Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everybody, to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm so grateful to have you here for another weekly intention getter chat. And this week, we're talking about how to develop community as a female entrepreneur and, more importantly, why that matters. So community, for me, it's been sort of a funny subject. Um, I almost avoid community, or I did for a long time, I'm the type of person that has um, has a few really good friends, you know, a really tight-knit community, and I, I like to invite people into that community, but I hesitate to bring more people in. I hesitate to reach out and meet others. I like to keep it close-knit, which is perfectly fine. But as I went to grow my business and I, and I realized my mission to empower women to, who can then empower other women... I realized I need to open my community a bit more. I need to be open to new people because reaching more people means getting my message to more people, which means I can empower more women who can empower more women. And then that just multiplies, right? More and more and more and more and more. And then that leads us to my higher goal, which is to raise the vibration of the world. So I realized that I needed to get more open about building community and I needed to, the, the place where I was building, where I am building this community is Instagram at Jessica Thiefels. If you don't follow me there, definitely give me a follow. I would love, love, love to have you in our incredible community of intention getters. But when I first started my, building my community there, I started getting really caught up in things like the numbers and, and how much time it would take and what I needed to do to make it happen. And I remember my coach once said to me, I said, I'm just like so stressed out about like trying to get these numbers and blah, blah, blah. And and mind you, let me give you a little quick background. My publishers or, well, I don't have a publisher yet, but I'm looking to get a publisher for my second book. My first book, 10 Questions That Answer Life's Biggest Questions is currently available on Amazon and you can get it in the show notes. But my second book, the book that I wrote while traveling the world I'm going to be, I want to publish through a traditional publisher and traditional publishers care about numbers. That's just the bottom line. And so I in turn also have to care about numbers like engagement rate, like total followers, those sort of like some of those surfacey numbers that I would normally not like to focus on. And I remember talking to my coach about this and he was like, well, isn't it a good thing if you have more people because it's more people you can reach? And I was like, I guess that's true. But it felt so difficult to wrap my mind around the idea because I for so long didn't want to put a number on it. Because for me, I'm not here to get 10,000 followers and for it to just show that I have 10,000 followers. 
But what I had to realize was, and maybe you have to realize this too, is you have a different intention. Maybe an influencer has the intention of getting 10 or 20,000 followers so they can make all this money by working with brands and getting brand partnerships. But for us, if we can shift our mindset out of that sort of cynical almost style of mindset into the more positive mindset of, I'm not trying to get X followers so I can make a whole bunch of money. I'm trying to get X followers because I have a purpose on this planet. And for me to live out that purpose, I need to reach other people. And the more people I can get in my community on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever your community is, the more people I can reach. It's powerful as an entrepreneur with an impact-driven purpose to build that community. But the thing is, the community doesn't just happen on its own. And maybe you've been struggling for a while to build your community and you're finding it's not just happening on its own. So the, what I learned was not only do I, can I shift out of that critical mindset and into the more empowering mindset of the more people are my, that are in my community, the larger, the further my message can reach. But then I also needed to shift into the mindset of this isn't going to be easy. I honest to God thought to myself, that's so time consuming and difficult to constantly be commenting and engaging with people and messaging people. I thought that. And I really hate to say it because it feels kind of, I don't know, bitchy, bratty, I guess maybe is a better word. But when I also made the second mindset shift to, if I want people to give me their time, I have to give them my time. No, I don't need to spend all day engaging on Instagram but I do need to get more intentional. There's that word intentional that I say all the time. I do need to get intentional about bringing these people into my community, welcoming these women into the community where I want them to feel they belong. So I'm going to share with you some ways that you can get intentional about developing your community as a female entrepreneur, because we know the value of it. And maybe your resistance to it is the work that goes into it. And I totally get that. As I've said, I 100% have been there. But when I started implementing these things that I'm going to talk to you about, when I started getting intentional, that's when the magic happened. When I made those mindset shifts, when I got intentional, my community started to grow. And honestly, the community that I have now, both my membership community and my community through Instagram, fills me the frick up. I mean... Literally the other day in our membership community, which our membership is the uh, marketing from the gut mindset strategy, (laughs) mindset mastery and Instagram strategy, which is a membership for impact driven female entrepreneurs who have an important message to share, but they're just not reaching those people yet. And so we bring together mindset and strategy with two live coaching calls each month, one on mindset and one on Instagram strategy. Into we bring that together to get more intentional and impactful with what we're doing on Instagram in terms of building that connected community of people who ideally want to buy from us. But anyway, part of being in that membership is that you get to be a part of our membership group, which is just an Instagram group chat. It's super, super simple. If you know me, you know, I like to keep it super easy, super simple. I don't like complicated. And we're in that chat just And I'm talking, I actually asked the ladies about if they would be interested or be okay with, I should say, in bringing men into the group because I had two different gentlemen reach out to me asking about 
the membership specifically, and then one just asked about coaching and what the options were. But this has been traditionally a female-only group. Anyway, the conversation was hilarious. It started with people agreeing, yes, let's be inclusive. I'm totally open to it. And then went off the deep end with just like typical girl stuff, um, talking about having to wear your bra on the group call if there are guys on the call. And if you're a woman, you're probably laughing right now. Um, and I got, I, you know, we're having this chat and I just sat back for a second and realized like this community fills my soul. I feel so on purpose. I feel so connected. I feel so fulfilled. And what I want to help you do is build that community for yourself. And so these, and I want to build that community and I also want you to feel that, right? That amazing feeling of fulfillment, of connectivity, um, of, of knowing that you are bringing other people together and you are helping them. So here are some tips I have for you to start developing this community. First thing, number one, I want you to put yourself out there knowing that the numbers don't matter. I think one of the biggest hangups for me, and I know one of the biggest hangups for the ladies that are currently in the membership because I asked them, they fill out a survey when they join. One of the most, uh, I asked the question, what's your biggest challenge on Instagram? And the one that got the most responses or one of the top three responses was putting, putting my heart out there and getting no response. You know, when you put that really personal post out there and you hear crickets the worst feeling in the world. I have been there. I mean, for a long time, I was writing poetry. And if you've written poetry, you know how deep that is in your soul. And I would get nothing, no response. And I'm like, oh man, no one cares about this. This wasn't good enough. I mean, that's the worst one, right? This wasn't good enough. AKA I'm not good enough. No one wanted to comment on this. This didn't impact anybody. I'm told my, my barometer of what I thought was impactful is totally off. No, er, incorrect. The only reason I wasn't getting responses on that was because I wasn't doing all of these other things to encourage people to come and post or to come and engage. You can post the best content, but unless you have some other community that's driving engagement for you or you have 10,000 followers, you're not going to see that engagement no matter how powerful your content is. So the first step I want you to do before you even get intentional about bringing those people into your community, engaging with them and encouraging them to engage with you is to know that by putting yourself out there, you are doing the work. For me, part of my work is being as real and as honest and as vulnerable as I can and not associating any sort of connection between what I share and the the, um, the response, the, the, I'm trying to think of what the word is, um, trying to not attach to the results. That's the word, uh, putting it out there, but not attaching to what the result is going to be, AKA the number of comments or the number of likes. Yes. I have a barometer for me, like that I have benchmarked that I say, I want to be getting this many likes on each post, because for me, that's not necessarily about proving that it was good for me. That's part of my growth plan. So I know that at this point in my plan, I'd like to be getting this many, uh, this much engagement per post. Also, reminder to you all that I'm looking to work with a publisher. So I'm being a bit more hyper-focused on the numbers than maybe I would be otherwise. So number one, put yourself out there knowing that your, your work is to just share you or to share your message without any attachment to what happens on the other side of that. 
Because if you, this is what really helped me shift into this mindset. If you impact one person with that post, you've done your job. And especially with Instagram, we live in a world where you're supposed to impact thousands or we say, quote unquote, impact. You're supposed to reach thousands of people. You're supposed to have thousands of followers, but it's like whatever happened to the idea that simply changing one person's life is freaking enough. So for me, that was actually a huge, huge shifter. If I change one person's life today, if I get one person to think differently, to take a different route, to take action, to get intentional on something they've been dragging their feet on, I've done my work. I've done my job. So step number one, put yourself out there, detach from the outcome. Trust that you, but by just simply putting your message out there, you're changing lives. And you are, I promise you, you are. Make time to engage is number two. So if you want people to engage with your content, and that's where community gets built, right? When people are having conversations. If you want people to have conversations in your community, you need to be willing to do the same in theirs. So you need to be actively engaging with your community, with your followers, with the people that are engaging with you. A really easy way to do that is to think of it as a one-to-one. If someone engages with you by leaving a comment, you you uh, you give the what's the word I'm looking for? You, you do the same thing. (laughs) I don't know why I can't think of that word. It's Friday. Okay. Um, you do the same thing by commenting on there. It's a one-to-one. They comment on you, you comment on theirs saying, thank you. You don't say thank you, but this is a way of saying, thank you for commenting. I'm grateful that you're a part of my community. I'm also going to engage in your community. So making that time to engage. And one way you can, I know what you may be thinking. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. When I do that, I spend an hour on Instagram and I lose all that time. Totally get it. What I want you to do, and maybe you've heard me say this before, is I want you to set a timer. Literally, if you go to Google and type stopwatch or type timer, it'll pop up a little box. I put five minute, uh, 15 minutes in there and I sit and engage for 15 minutes. When the timer is up, I am done. For me, that's a really easy way to compartmentalize my engagement and not spend too much time doing it. So that's number two, make time to engage. Number three, get intentional about inclusion. For me, this has been really important because a realization I had as Black Lives Matter sort of started to become a popular movement, a movement, not a moment, was that I have never had a friend, a female friend, who is black. And that it's not that I didn't want that. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say obviously, because maybe it's not obvious, but it's not that I didn't want that. It's that I hadn't put myself in a lot of situations, I guess, where that was possible. I grew up born and raised in Vermont, which is very primarily white state. We did in my high school have a lot of cultural diversity. I did date a lot of men of color um, in high school. So for me now, as I build this community, it's important for me to be welcoming everybody in. And I'm not just talking about color. I'm talking about um, worldview. I'm talking about what they do. I'm talking about abilities and disabilities. All walks of life I want to welcome openly and warmly in my community. And in this This has always been important, but it's especially important now as our culture, as our world is on the precipice of this really powerful shift to full, true inclusion. 
I think it's really important that we keep that in mind as we're building our community. And if you're curious about that, I have a really great episode. Of course, I can't think of what episode number it is right now. Let me look it up. It's actually with my Aunt Sarah, who is an incredible woman. She's been an inspiration to me my whole life. Um, And she actually started a community called the Now NYC, which is a networking community in New York City. Now it's virtual. But when Black Lives Matter happened, I actually reached out to her to have a conversation about bringing more diversity into your community, making it more inclusive. That is episode number 13. I would highly recommend checking out that episode to get some more tips on how to bring more diversity and make your community more inclusive, both in your personal life and in your business life. Number four, take your role as a leader seriously. Your role as a leader in this community, what is it? It's, it's different for everybody, right? My role as a leader is to, as I've said previously, be honest, be open, be raw. For me, it's also to make people feel like they belong. Um, it's also to share truthful information and share honestly. These are really important things for me as a leader in my community. And it may be different for you. So I want you to take a step back and say, what does my role as a leader in this community mean? What does that mean? What does that mean I need to be in integrity with? For me, that means I will not post unless I feel genuinely and authentically connected to it. I just will not. And if that means I don't post that day, it means I don't post that day. Does it mean I'm racking my brain until I can find something? Yes. But it means that I want to make sure what I'm putting out there to you is not surface level, is not shallow, is not just simply this is how you do this. For me, as my, a leader in my community, it's important for me to tell a story and to connect with you and give you something to connect with and make sure you feel like you belong. I do that through my storytelling and my captions. So as you're building your community, what does my role mean? And how, for me, for a long time, I think it was hard for me to really even step into my power in that way. It was hard for me to believe that I was even qualified, quote unquote, to be a leader in this community. I don't have um, like, like official coach training or certifications. I don't have any mindset or meditation certifications. I don't have any of the traditional things that would say I qualify as a leader in this space. And it was actually writing my book that really helped me step into that role. And let me tell you why. As I started writing my book, I was writing it the way I write articles. and if you don't know what I do for a living, I run, one of the things I do is I run a content marketing consulting agency. So what that means is I do a lot of writing and I do a lot of editing, mostly editing these days because I, I very gratefully have a lovely and incredible team of writers who do all the writing and I do all the editing. So, but when I write or when I edit, the style of content that I create in that place is very much, I am not the expert, everyone else is the expert. And that's what I teach my writers as well. Because even if you are an expert in that style of content, which is like blog content, article content, we want to constantly be sourcing legitimate data and experts in the field sharing their insights. And so naturally, my voice in an article like that is to just bring the reader along, to tie everything in together so it sounds nice and it's easy to read and it presents an, it presents an actionable, ideally, story. 
my role in writing my book is completely different. My role in writing my book is I am the expert. My life, the stories from my life are what are going to teach you. And so in writing that book, I found myself starting to say, oh, I'm going to quote this person and I'm going to look up this piece of data. And I remember having a conversation with my uh, book agent and she said, I asked her about quoting people and she said, if you feel the need to quote people, here's like a templated uh, form where people can say like, yes, I, I approve you sharing my quotes in your book. She's like, but just remember that any quote you give from someone else, give a, that someone else says, takes away from your credibility. You are credible as the author. So use your own knowledge and your own authority to share your stories and share your insights. So I had to really take a step back and say, wow, my stories do matter. My stories are the freaking point, right, of this book. And the same with you and your community. Your stories are the point of your community. So I want you to, if you're feeling like you're struggling to step into that leadership role, you're struggling to believe that your stories matter, I want you to use the mantra, my superpower is me. Because no one can tell the stories that you can tell because no one's lived your life. No one sees the world through your lens, your eyes, your heart, your soul. You are your superpower. So if you don't quite believe that yet, just keep saying it or find another mantra that really links in for you. And honestly, using the next step, which is looking at the metrics, can also help you sort of solidify the idea that your story is what really matters here. And you are a leader in your space. So the final step in building your community are the metrics. And the reason I say that those are these can be connected to really taking, owning your, your role as a leader and owning the fact that your stories really matter is when you look at the metrics, I can guarantee you a majority of your top five to 10 posts are posts with personal stories. Go check. I can almost guarantee it. Why? Because people want to connect. And you are that connection point. And someone may have said something a thousand times, and it's the one time you say it, the way you say it, the story you tell around it, that it connects. What I'm talking about on my, in my Instagram community, or even here, is not necessarily in these novel ideas, but it's the way I see them, the unique, unique spin I naturally put on them that people connect with. So moving back into the metrics, as you're building your community, the next step is the numbers. And it is your job as the leader here who wants to share a powerful message to use the metrics to continually ensure that you're reaching more people. Because if you want your message to reach people, you have to find out how you're reaching them. You have to know what's working and what's not working so you can continually grow in this role and you can continually build your community. So when you're looking at the metrics, I want you to go to my Instagram page, actually. Uh, and it was posted the first week of September. And the post says on the front of it, Instagram metrics and mindset. And I want you to go look at that post and I want you to pull it up. This is for Instagram metrics, I guess I should say. So if you're, if you're on Instagram, that's where you're building your community. 
go pull up that post. It's going to give you every metric that I recommend looking at and keeping track of. If you're on any other platform, you can use their internal metrics. And the things that you want to look at are, I'm going to give you the four sort of general metrics that I look at. The first one is growth. And growth means follower count, total likes, total comments. It's sort of a vanity metric, but it's a metric that says, yes, this community is growing. I must be doing something right. The next goal is, I'm going to have to pull this up now. Oh, goodness. The next goal is production. So your production goal is, um, your production metric, I should say, is you say you're going to do something. I'm going to do three Instagram collabs this month. So you set a production goal and then you check that metric and you say, did I do those three Instagram collabs? And if I did, were they effective? You want to know if what I'm, what you're doing is actually working because you can set goals all day long, but if it's not building your community, then it doesn't matter, right? That's what the metrics are for. Your next goal is goal slash metric is traffic. So traffic to your website, traffic to your landing page, traffic to your podcast, traffic to your ebook. What are the things you're doing to offer value to your community? We want your community to access those things, right? Your stories are just the starting place. Your posts are just the starting place. You want them to take that next step into accessing the ebook where you share even more or signing up for your membership where you're giving so much value. The metrics are going to help you see what am I doing that's getting people to take that next step? What am I doing that's getting people to sign up for this, to register for that, to check out my blog posts? And the last metric is revenue. Revenue, sales, at the end of the day, if you're running a business, that's what matters. You need to make money to continue running your business. So I want you to use the metrics to say, what am I doing that's driving people to purchase from me? What is effective in getting people into my membership? For me, that's getting very engaged. For me, that's actually very actively seeking out the people that I know will be a good fit for the membership and then pitching them, having a conversation with them and then pitching them. If you're not sure about how to do that, if you are a part of the membership, you actually get access to my how to sell on Instagram with confidence and authenticity. It's a 30 minute workshop. You get that for free. If you're part of the membership, it's just a video that you get access to. I promise you it will be, it's insanely valuable. I've gotten nothing but incredible feedback of people saying this completely changed the way they think about it. And it gave them so many practical and tactical tips for how to actually sell through Instagram. But that's just another metric to use. What am I doing that's working in terms of getting people to buy from me, to sign up for my masterclass, to buy my ebook, to join my membership, to join my course? What am I doing that's making that happen? All these metrics matter because we want to build a community, but we need to take that further. If we want to run a business, if we want to realistically make this our life's work, we all have bills to pay. We all have reasons why we're going to need some money. And so using these metrics allow you to take it that one step further from this is a beautiful community to this is a community that fulfills me financially and in my heart and in my soul and allows me to see that my message matters. So using the metrics can start to help you get clear on that, on whether or not, you know, what's working in terms of driving actual revenue or downloads of your freebie. What's working that's getting people to actually comment and engage with your community? What type of content is getting people excited, is getting shared, is getting really talked about? 
these are all things that are going to help you build this community of powerful people, power, whatever it is, whatever your community is. You have to have both. You have to have all the pieces. You have to have the mindset stuff with the mindset shifting. And you have to have the more practical stuff with the checking your metrics each month. And yes, I want you to check these metrics each month and I want you to track them. If you want a reporting sheet to track them in, DM me on Instagram. I will send you the one that I use. I have a template that I give out to only to special people. So if you are hearing this and you want that reporting sheet, DM me. I will happily send it to you. So let me just quickly recap this before we call it a day. So if you are building community as a female entrepreneur, maybe as a male entrepreneur, but I tend to talk to ladies more. If you are looking to build a community, you need to get intentional. How do you do that? Number one, put yourself out there without attaching to what the result is going to be. Tell those stories, get vulnerable, knowing that if you even impact one person, you've done what you were put on this planet to do. Two, make time to engage. You just have to do it. You have to talk to people. You have to have conversations. If you want people to engage with you, you have to be willing to return the favor. Number three, get intentional about inclusion, really keeping inclusion and diversity at the top of your mind and actively seeking out opportunities to make your community more inclusive, more diverse. And a reminder that episode number 13 is with my aunt Sarah and we talk all about how to do that. So you can get some good tips there. Number four, Take your role as a leader seriously. What does it mean to be a leader in this community? What does it mean you need to be doing every day? What does it mean you need to hold yourself to, to hold yourself accountable to in order to build the community that can really thrive and feel connected? And finally, look at the metrics. Let the metrics be the practical piece of what you're doing here. Let them guide you and tell you what's working and what's not working, how you can get more people into the, the community and how I'm not getting people into the community. Use those metrics as your guide. So while you're intuitively connecting, while you're mindfully connecting, while you're focusing on shifting your mindset into the mindset of a leader, you're also using that sort of black and white practical information to help you get further and build your community stronger and bigger. So I hope that this helps you as you're looking to build your community For me, it's been so powerful and there have been a lot of mindset shifts and a lot of inner work that I've had to do and that I continually do. But these are the things that have been most powerful for me. These five small things have been so powerful for me in building a community that is growing and thriving and connected and that makes me feel so gosh darn good. So I want you to be able to put these into play So you can also build a community because if you have a message to share, people need to hear it. Your purpose on this planet is to share that message, to help people do what only you can uniquely do, what only you can uniquely offer. So these are my tips for you for building a community. Jump onto Instagram, our community on Instagram, and let me know what you think. Feel free to ask me any questions there. I would love to hear from you. And if you love this episode, please, please, please share it with your community Shares are so important for us to reach more people. And if you really love it, I would love for you to rate and review it as well. I know it's a tall order. I totally get that. And as a podcaster, it's also really important. So if you do that for me, I will surely return the favor for you in some way, someday. So thank you again for tuning in. And I'm so excited to share this with you. And I'm so excited to see how your community grows and evolves from using these tips and insights. 
Um, So thanks again for stopping by. And I will certainly be talking to you again very soon.